You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. How's it going, everybody? You are watching a new episode of Pop Culture Crisis. I am here with my lovely co-host. What's your name, young lady? Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. That was uh, that was an adorable face. Oh, really? It was, uh, what was that supposed to be? I don't know. It was nothing? I don't know what this is. Oh, Asian women do this to make their faces look slimmer. I just do it because I think it's cute. But basically, it's supposed to make your... It's supposed to make your face look slimmer. I was literally like looking at you, like uh, for the people listening to mm-hmm. the podcast. Uh, I'm sure you could hear that her voice was very far away. Sorry. Uh, uh, she was like, I was like, your mic is literally so far away, <laughs> no one can, no one can see you or yeah. can hear you. So she is, uh, she's good now. She's got the mic mm-hmm. close, right? You good? Yeah, my bad. I forgot the mic was far away. Yes, you're. So I was just talking, but everyone's based- <laughs> everyone's gonna be listening. Like I can't hear. I can't hear. Yeah, everybody complains I'm soft spoken. You are you are soft spoken. You're pretty soft spoken, I think. Uh, unless you get excited. Yeah, like when we talk about cake. You love cake. I like desserts in general. Who doesn't? There's some people that really hate desserts. Well, like, that's just stupid. Um, like my ex boyfriend, like he really hated desserts. He did. Like he could accept like chocolate flavored things. What did he hate about? I'm just curious. What did he hate about him? Too sweet. Okay, eh, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. To each their own. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to cover Keanu Reeves's uh, adorable statements regarding The Matrix, which is coming up for a Wednesday release. Pew, pew, pew. We are going to talk about. Uh, I I just did some. Lo- I was doing some research into. There was an article about a new Blue Beetle movie coming out, mm-hmm. and I got interested looking into basically what the 2022 release dates, uh, the slate for films for you know the two main. Um, Big wigs in the industry being mm-hmm. Disney and Warner Brothers. Um, so we're going to talk about that, the, the 2022 movie slate, and what we're excited about. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the Island Boys. which Them Island Boys. I'm not going to say that, but you can say that. We're going to talk about them uh, getting booed at the, at, the, at the Paul fight. And then we're also <laughs> going to talk about uh, this new trailer that me and you both watched that we absolutely loved. I watched it three times already. How many? Three. Three? Yeah. Wow, like it's it's that good. Yeah, like it's that well, good. it's because like I was talking to Andy. I, and the name of the movie is The Northman. I didn't mm-hmm. get a chance. To, that's how excited you were. Like you started talking before. <laughs> uh, it's called The Northman, and we're gonna and we're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll hold off. We'll hold. It. Yeah, and then we're also uh, we're gonna get into the some rumors regarding uh, the possibility of Zachary Levi making an appearance in the Flash movie. Yay! Very good, right? Yeah, I really liked him, especially when he played Chuck. Like, our favorite TV yes. show, Chuck. He's the, he was the best in Chuck. Mm-hmm. Was that his first acting no, debut? No, no, he, he'd been acting before. I mean, he was still pretty young. Like, now mm-hmm. you see him, he's all yoked up and, mm-hmm. and, and buff. Yeah. 
So we're gonna we're, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. So I think we should just get right we should just get right into it, right? Yeah. So we're gonna go Matrix. We are gonna Let's talk go. about the Matrix. Uh, uh, there, I, it's gonna be one of those things. It's one of those weeks that when big movies are coming out, mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna have a whole bunch of. Uh, a whole bunch of news and this is less news it's just more uh me uh loving how adorable uh mm-hmm. <laughs> not adorable but how good of a, how good of a guy keanu reeves is i really think he doesn't care he just loves acting just for the art he does he's an artist uh and um it's just one it's almost to mythical le- levels now mm-hmm. uh the keanu reeves is a good guy myth or legend it's not a myth but the mm-hmm. legend is kind of like the bill murray is weird legend where yeah. like you, you see like random articles from time to time like bill murray randomly walks behind a bar in, in new york city and starts bartending <laughs> bill murray does this this and that he's he's a he's kind of just obscure and people like that about him mm-hmm. wait is bill murray no he's still alive Never yeah mind. he was, was, he was just in ghostbusters oh you didn't see, you didn't see ghostbusters with us. no i didn't he was in was he was busy. in he was in Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made his appearance in Ghostbusters Afterlife. So this article is from IndieWire, and it says, Keanu Reeves doesn't care if you watch Matrix 4 on HBO Max. Quote, sure, stream it if you have to. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Uh, Reeves doesn't care how you see his new movie. He just hopes that you see it. Mm-hmm. That's literally what they say here. He, he just wants you to see it. Mm-hmm. He's such a good guy. He is. He's such a good guy. <laughs> so he says, it says, uh, quote, no, not quote. We're starting the article here. <laughs> I've already screwed up. It says, not all talent affiliated with Warner Brothers 2020, 2021 film slate was too keen when the studio announced that its entire uh, run this year would go day and date in theaters and on, and on HBO Max. Tenant director Christopher Nolan blasted the window-shattering shakeup and expressed disbelief, while Dune director uh, Denis Villeneuve uh, wrote an op-ed bemoaning Warner Brothers' triumph, uh, triumph of corporate allegiance over a love of cinema and audiences. Um, you know, in the end, as mm-hmm. as uh, artistic as both of those movies are, and both Christopher Nolan and Denis Villeneuve are probably two of my favorite directors working today, uh, it's still a business, and yeah. uh, uh, the the directors are are, are going to be artists, right? Yes, keep mm-hmm. that mic. Right, I know. Uh, I'm keep, like keeping track yes. to make sure it's right here, yes. so uh, people can hear me. Yeah. So these directors, you know, I understand where they're coming from. They want these things to be seen the way they were shot, the way they were meant to be seen, which is on a massive screen. You know, I don't know if you saw Tenet, Mm-mm. but Tenet is uh, visually engrossing and beautiful and Din- and dune was equally as engrossing and beautiful That's in the way that they're shot and i wanted to watch it with you guys but i couldn't yeah so uh, the movies like that are really really are made to be seen in a movie theater but the problem was we had covid19 and we had the pandemic and these are still businesses they mm-hmm. had to f- they had to adjust their business model though many people are seeing now that with the success of spider-man that maybe they didn't need to do that you know, but mm-hmm. you know, not every movie is going to have the audience or the the fierce fan base that Spider Man does. So they had to find a way to get their movies to the into the public eye, and they felt uh, Warner Brothers felt that they had to do that through uh, releasing it on HBO Max. You know, plus they're mm-hmm. trying to grow HBO Max, which is a yep. a huge uh, streaming service now. Just get rid of Santa Inc. Exactly, but but the <laughs> the point of it is, is these directors, I understand where they're coming from, but Keanu doesn't care. Keanu yeah. just wants you to go see the movie. He's like, just watch it. Yeah, he's, he's like, just go see the movie. So he says, 
Uh, well, the Matrix Resurrection star Keanu Reeves isn't just passionate about the matter. As revealed in a new interview with The Guardian, the actor is perfectly fine with audiences streaming the movie. After the, interview Im- after the interviewer implied that, uh, that they were going to watch the movie on their laptop, Reeves said, Dude, don't stream that movie. Don't you uh, fucking stream that movie. Yeah, that was his quote. He says, but this turned out to be a poker face joke as Reese ultimately said, I mean, sure, stream it if you have to. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe he actually meant it mm-hmm. and he like covered up. He's like, oh, and it'll ruin my good guy image if I mean to this person. Well, like, um, did you watch that Netflix movie? Uh, You're my always with no. Ali Wong and Mm-mm. Randall Park. Mm-mm. I didn't like that movie. Well, for me, because I don't really like uh, romantic movies, but Keanu Reeves is kind of a jerk in that movie. Does he play like <clears throat> a teacher or like a, a counselor or something? No, he plays as Ali Wong's like new boyfriend. <laughs> and like, Randall is she way younger than him? Yeah, but like how she got like him as her boyfriend because she is a celebrity chef. Oh, so she's dating Keanu Reeves, not a character played by Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. She's dating Keanu Reeves. That's funny. And like he's like acting like an arrogant jerk and like Randall Park's character is like, wait, isn't that Keanu Reeves? How, (laughs) How are you dating him? That's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea that he he played into like a fictitious kind of like Nicolas Cage in, yeah. in in the movie he's about to be coming out with, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, um, he's kind of playing into a trope that's the opposite of who he is, meaning that he's a uh, he's actually kind of an asshole in the movie, but yeah. that's not what he is in real life. I liked how like all celebrities are acting that way. Like they know that people think they're assholes, so they just play it. Spoiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think they're spoiled. So it says, uh, let's see, I I am finding my position again. Okay, so it says, (laughs) viewers will have both options to see the movie when it opens Wednesday, December 22nd, with Omicron surging and Spider-Man No Way Home dominating. Those are, uh, no, okay, I guess they didn't really make a comparison there. Uh, uh, In Spider-Man No Way Home dominating the marketplace, don't be surprised to see a lot of Matrix fans turning the fourth installment of the franchise on HBO Max at home instead of in theaters. Uh, that was actually my my first thought. Mm-hmm. Like, we may go see it. Like, if Tim and everybody here wants to go see it and we go see it as a group, I'll go. But if it was, like, just me, I would be completely fine with going and seeing this movie on HBO Max in my room or downstairs on the bigger TV. Yeah. Well, if you're all watching on HBO Max, I just need to stay here so we can watch it together. Because you're too cheap to get it for yourself? Well, it's, it's a business expense, girl. Write it off. <laughs> I'm just cheap. Unless I lie about being a college student. You are not a college student anymore. Now there's video proof. This will be on the internet for everyone to see. Nobody knows this. That is true. Technically, I still have my college email that's still valid. Really? It still works? I think so. Maybe they're charging you. I don't think so. <laughs> they're, they're, just t- they're just direct depositing your paycheck every month. and you're just Let me see if I can sign in. You're getting paid to take, uh, to take courses you're not taking at a college you're no longer enrolled in. I bet you that's what's happening. So it's a glitch in the matrix. That's what it is. It's a glitch in the matrix that's causing this. Oh, wow. Didn't work? No. Okay. <laughs> well, she's, she was wrong about that one, folks. It's okay. Also, by the way, uh, I, I made note. Um, I, didn't, I don't have the sheet I had. I, I had a, a note taken here. Mm-hmm. Be nicer to Miracle. I know. People are saying that you're mean to me. They don't realize it's our thing. It's our dynamic. It's our dynamic. Secretly, like Brett and I. She annoys me on purpose. <laughs> I react meanly. Uh-huh. 
and she feeds off the fact that I react meanly and it, and it, you know, she gets amused by it. So that's, that's like her thing, but I will do my best uh, to channel my inner Keanu Mm -hmm. and be just very, very polite and nice to you today. I'm secretly psychotic. You, it's totally possible. I I would buy that. I I know. Like, did you read the comics? Um, comics um comments i don't ever read the comments of cast castle yeah you don't read it period i read it to you but and i get mad when you do it (laughs) i I get mad because you think it's bad for my mentality it's it's bad for everyone's mental health to read comment sections it's it's where uh hope goes to die uh it's uh not to say that you shouldn't be open to valid criticism but (laughs) seeking out a bunch of negativity is usually not the best way to to stay right in the head yeah, that's true. But um, and when you're in the matrix, you have to you have to stay right in the head. That is so true. Yeah. But um, what did the, they say? The video that I was talking about. So this is on Cast Castle. It's the one where Chris is holding a crossbow, and somebody said, "Everybody thinks that Chris and Carter will kill everybody. Secretly, it's just miracle. She's about to kill everyone." Uh, you could totally go postal on everyone. I, I buy that. <laughs> I, I buy that. that. That could happen. It, it could be. It could be a matrix where I just glitch out in my coding. Z- just makes me kill everybody. I'm Turn like, green like the Hulk because the Matrix is green. She Hulk is coming out on Disney Plus I know. too. I know, I know. We'll see <laughs> how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, we're gonna keep going. So it says. Uh, so yeah, my first reaction is go see it at, or see <coughs> it at home. But we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. So it says uh, continuing on. If first reactions are any indication, Lana Wachowski's latest entry is a romantic ode to the 1999 original film, while beefing up its cast and new faces with Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say the second. Do you say the second? Um, you what? can. Okay. Sometimes they introduce themselves okay. as the second or third. Okay. <gasps> oh my. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Jonathan mm-hmm. Groff, Toby Un. I don't know. I'm so sorry to that guy. I. I That's okay. Unwamir. Unwamir. I. I Windermere. <coughs> Windermere. Windermere. A, oh my God! You're you've seen Rookie of the Year. Kind of. That's what that's from. Yeah. Windermere. Mm-hmm. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are, did we just become best friends again? You I see, thought we were. We like we just became best friends again. Like cuz you know who Windermere is from mm-hmm. from Rookie of the Year. Holy crap. I watch random movies here. You kind of blew my mind right there. Like I'm the king of like making like ridiculously <laughs> old pointless references that that I get a kick out of and nobody else gets but me mm-hmm. or at least nobody in their right mind would get but me. Mm-hmm. And then uh you just caught that. Like I my mind is well, kind of blown. Well, we did watch Jingle All the Way last night. Uh I, it was yeah. It was your first time seeing it. Well, I know it because um, polar opposite. So I was making fun of it. They're like, okay, we can't leave this movie unless we get the stupid toy for this kid. Yeah. No. No. No explanation as to why uh, a guy living in the Midwest just randomly has the world's thickest Austrian accent. Because racism I, didn't exist yet. I'm from I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he's. I think they're from Minnesota. In the movie, I, I don't remember. Are you sure? I don't remember. You'd have to look that up. But yeah, we're going to continue on as we're getting off topic, as usual. <laughs> Shh, it's fine. We, we get off topic. It also has Priyanka Chopra because hubba hubba. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who's married to what? Nick Jonas? I, I 
can never remember that stuff. <laughs> IndieWire's David Ehrlich said that despite and because of its infinite goofiness, Resurrections is the boldest and most vividly personal sequel since The Last Jedi, a silly, sincere galaxy brain take on reboot culture that makes peace with how the modern blockbusters are now all about themselves. Uh, we actually dissected that yesterday yep. with Shane Cashman uh, talking about why that quote in the any comparison to The Last Jedi scares the the crap out of me mm-hmm. because of how much hatred there is for that movie mm-hmm. me and from everyone else uh, I'll plant my flag there yes do you don't ruin Luke Skywalker and then just walk away you're not allowed um, <laughs> uh, that's funny so is, does it say where that movie takes place did you look at Minnesota it uh, another Minnesota movie mm-hmm. uh, I was just waiting until we finish like see talk. Minnesota Minnesota Twins I'm from Minnesota so I'm from California you know that they don't know that so yeah. I'm just making reference <laughs> I love how I'm like, I'm from California. I don't get it. She's like, I don't get the reference. <laughs> so it says, Reeves recently talked about his many harrowing stunts for the film the late sh- on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, where Reeves shared the craziest thing he had to do was jump off a building. I'm going to guess around 46 stories when asked by Colbert why the, uh, why the filmmakers didn't simply resort to post-production visual effects. Reeves said, because it's Lana Wachowski and it's The Matrix, and you need natural light and you want to do it real. I mean, there's wires, carry on ma- carry Ann Moss, uh, Carrie Ann, and I grabbed hands and leapt off a building. Uh, so yes, it's still very dangerous, mm-hmm. even with the wires. But yep. Keanu is, of course, a national treasure. Yep. Uh, everyone, unless he's Tom Cruise and he does his own stunts and breaks his ankle. Yes. Well, uh, every every Tom Cruise movie has to have Tom Cruise on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise lun- running long distances, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise doing really really dangerous stunts that no insurance agent in their right mind would let him do. I mean, I would. And Just I think for shits and giggles. He's got, you know, he's got, that's another movie that's coming out. I don't know when it was, we might even be able to see that on the, I don't know who made the um, Maverick, the Top Gun sequel. America, uh, there's no way you've seen Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Highway to the Danger Zone. Come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you should sing that for everyone right now. Which one? Danger Zone. Okay, no, you I, should sing it. I'm just saying you should sing it. I don't it know right the full song. Oh, you don't need to actually look that up. <laughs> we don't actually need a, a Kenny Loggins like uh, on, cover band playing here Shh. on Pop Culture Crisis. Though it would be cool. It'd be funny. It would be funny. I found the lyrics. It would be really funny if Miracle was just really into Kenny Loggins. <laughs> and like I go, like uh, she comes, I, co- I come downstairs one day and her office is just covered in posters of Kenny Loggins. <laughs> I'm going to do and that. And Top Gun posters. Now, like you're secretly more excited about that than anything else coming out this year. She's like, I love Top Gun. I love Top Gun. <laughs> I don't cool. know what you're talking about. I love the military. <laughs> Highway to the danger zone. I'll take you right into the danger zone. Keep going. <laughs> oh, damn. I thought we were going to leave it alone right there. <laughs> we, we don't have to continue uh, unless you're uh, unless you actually want to give everyone a concert. In that case. Uh, Fine. Highway. To <laughs> I'm just joking. That was good. That was good. That was good. Uh, it's chorus three. Oh, well, well. <laughs> chorus one and two just didn't have enough resonance and emotional impact for you. I am sure. Nope. So uh, that was uh, that was amazing. Like <laughs> you should sing more. Sing. No, no, no. I'm gonna sing "Happy Birthday, Lisa" and just get this whole channel taken down. That yeah. Well, isn't it? No, that's not public domain. Again? Nope. It's still it's still bad. Um, "Happy Birthday" is public. It's not public domain, but. Happy birthday, Lisa is. Okay. But you know what oh, yes. Is? We talked about that the other day. Yes. You can <laughs> do happy birthday, Lisa, but you can't do. But you um, know what's public domain? What? I believe Mickey Mouse. No. 
Still not. Disney Still not. Disney spends a fortune to keep uh, to um, in law on lobbyists, from what I understand, to keep Disney out of the public domain. Mm-hmm. Like he uh, he arguably should be. He should have been a long time ago, but he's not. But we could talk about the new movies that are coming out: Warner and Disney. Oh, girl, that was that was a beautiful segue. Mm-hmm. Like I I like I, I tried. <laughs> Thank you. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Um, yeah, th- this is a topic that interests me because I was uh, looking up information on. There's a, a new Blue Beetle movie coming out, uh, and basically the idea was that they moved um, they moved it from being an HBO Max streaming mm-hmm. to uh, an actual film release. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just looking at this stuff because I just got done reading the article about Keanu mm-hmm. and the day and date releases that. HBO was making so Warner Brothers we're going to talk about combination of Disney and Warner Brothers here going head to head because those are the two movie studios that we talk about the most here yeah. uh, <clears throat> but HBO Max is Warner Brothers they're connected yep. to Warner Brothers so um, this article is from uh, uh, Slash Film and it just says Warner Brothers still plans to release 2022 slate in theaters it's going to be so hard to say 2022 all the time this year <laughs> screw that up so much I mean, <clears throat> it's like a couple days from now. Yep. How many days now? Uh, um, so we're on the 20th. So it's like 10 or 11 days. Yep, um, 11 more days. And then my birthday. Yep. So <coughs> I, um, I'm already planning your gift. The gift is to get you a microphone that just stays attached to you. So I know. I just have like a boom mic right yeah, we're here. We're just going to give you a, a, that would be a, le- a lav mic. A boom mic would be above you. I know, but it'd still be funny. <laughs> you just have a big ass boom mic right there. Yeah, that would actually be really. Or we could get you the um like a really thin mic, like from The Price Is Right. No, Mm-mm. I I don't think she knows what The Price Is Right is. No, I do. I watched it growing <laughs> up. Um, so this article is from Slash Film, and it says Warner Brothers still plans to release 2022 film slate or slate in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. English. Um, <clears throat> I'm working on it. I'm also trying to clear my throat. <clears> throat> Do you it's, want water? I'm good. So it says, for those hoping for a continuation of the big studios going day and date with their film with their films into 2022, well, Warner Brothers says, don't get your hopes up. Uh, most of the big studios changed their release strategies for COVID, many of them trying to bolster their streaming services by adding a giant name franchise titles to their platforms. Mm-hmm. Disney put Black Widow and Mulan on Disney Plus as an upcharge in some of of their Pixar titles for quote free. Uh, that means like you had to pay uh, to 20. twenty or thirty bucks to mm-hmm. get Black Widow, but you That's got some of the Pixar releases for free. Uh, you know, just whatever you pay monthly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Which I don't see. Like I don't see that as fair. I'm just saying I'm paying like in what way? Because like we're paying like fifteen dollars per. How much is it? Disney Plus is only like eight ninety nine, isn't it? It's cheaper. Oh, I'm thinking Netflix. But still, you like I, I know what you mean. Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> you don't sign up for these streaming. We're just basically back to pay per view, which is another thing. Your your Zoomer, your Zoomer. I know what that is. She's like, I know what pay per view is. I know what Cinemax was or Showtime. Well, Showtime's still around. Showtime's still there. I um I have an account. <laughs> you do <laughs> so you don't have you're you're bugging me to use my hbo max but you have a showtime account <laughs> it's because uh i share it she didn't say that we don't advocate for oh you're not in, you're not in california anymore no um california it's illegal to share netflix accounts. very bad very bad mm-hmm. very bad <laughs> but yeah i share the um uh, 
Showtime one. Well, actually, I just leached off of it. She just offered it to me. And I'm like, okay. Very nice of her. Yeah, because I'm supposed to watch Dexter. Yeah. Yep. The new Dexter. So it <laughs> says um, there was an upcharge uh, and uh, for the for Mulan and Black Widow, and some of the Pixar movies were released for free, for instance. Uh, but Warner Brothers went a step further and just put all their movies out HBO Max without any extra fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I kind of championed that. I was like, "That's awesome!" Like, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, <clears throat> I knew it was going to rub directors. Uh, and certain artists the wrong way, but I thought it was like you know I wasn't uh, living in in total fear of of COVID, but a lot of people were still right. So yep. uh, they made that option available. But I just think with the success of Spider Man, there's no way these companies are going to are going to put it on the streaming platform for free nope. next year. They're going to get their money from the studios. Nope, you have to buy like a whole package. Like you remember those like disc. Um packets where you have to get like all three movies and it's mean? like a collector's item you mean like uh collector's editions mm-hmm. that's what it was called yeah. i was like trying to think of the word well steel books and and you know 4k blu-rays and stuff are still very popular i think like because uh, mm-hmm. they make collector's editions with all sorts of special features i know that one thing that always used to bother me um, was uh, down like when you would watch things on Netflix, right? There's a lot mm. of shows that are on Netflix or Amazon that I don't like to watch because I liked the audio commentaries that came on the DVDs. Mm-hmm. So when I didn't have those episodes, it would kind of bum me out. So Aww. I miss that stuff. I miss having those features. So, And you should always buy physical media anyways because you never know when they're going to change these things. So many movies get edited now because of modern-day sensibilities. You're not The movie you loved growing up may not look the same on a streaming platform as it does uh, on the DVD you own of it. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Like, for me, I wish... I could because like Andy, I do have a VCR set. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's got a couple. He said. Um, I only found one. Okay, VCRs are the way to go, man. You gotta have one. I still have all like my old like skating footage from when I was a little kid. Yeah, I have some at that, Andy's also. Yeah, I was like, this is funny. Yep, yep. You save the memories, man. So uh, 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 it's can't a, really because I was that generation that didn't really have that. Yeah, you, there was already like digital cameras when you were uh, mm-hmm. just a baby. Yeah. So it says, well, a necessary step during uh, a worldwide emergency, this strategy has proven to be, let's say, uncomfortable for the industry as a whole. It may, it may make sense to sacrifice some big, big box office money to propel an upstart streaming service into the big leagues, but the actors and the filmmakers whose fees were wrapped up in the box office bonuses have... Uh, and had contractual guarantees on a certain level of release, sure didn't appreciate that move. That was Scarlett Johansson. Yep. Right? So uh, so the, the fact of the matter is they want to get things back into theaters. Uh, the directors do because they want their vision to be seen the way it is, uh, the way it was meant to be when it was shot. And the mm-hmm. actors want their bonuses when the movie does well in the theater. So, yep. Uh, but the... Fact of the matter is here is what is uh, the th- studio that you're more excited for in 2022? So do you want to start with Disney or do you want to start with Warner Brothers? I'm kind of excited for both. Okay. Honestly. So, uh, but I wh- am excited for Sony more. Uh, I, li- there, I mean, Sony doesn't release as many. Mo- I, I, I was going to include Sony in this, mm-hmm. but there isn't even like a, a list of theirs. I mean, it's, it's mostly just it's Morbius. It's, you know, it's. Those movies that are big tent poles, but they're not uh, as wide releases as some of these. Everybody so. forgot and about thank you poor for Sony. You, like, I'm like literally like, war- 
this is what I have to deal with people. I'm like, do you want to talk about Warner or Disney? She says, Sony. Okay, so Vice, when you're dating a woman, they do that a lot. Where they're like, we're, you- we're not dating, so you don't get to do that to me. I know, but it's still funny. It's, it's like um, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, Miracle is in a bad mood. And uh, she sends me a message on Slack, and I send her a message back, and she's like, something happened, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, what's wrong? And she literally says, nothing. Nothing. I'm like, (laughs) you don't get to do that to me. You can do that to your boyfriend or your significant other. You don't get to tell me your coworker nothing. Well, because I love you as a brother. I love you, like, a lot. I hope you know that. So if you love me so much, pick one, Disney or Warner Brothers, so we can start. Fine. (laughs) Fine, let's do Warner Brothers because I'm excited for Fantastic Beasts to come out. Okay, see, was that so hard? Yes. Was that so difficult? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're done with 2021. So here we go for 2022 upcoming releases. So the first we have is Matrix Resurrections. Obviously, that's coming out. January 14th, we have a Sesame Street film. Uh, the Fallout, which is not the the Fallout you're thinking it is. It's a high school drama film. Uh, so Kimmy, the Duke, and then we've got the big one, the Batman, on March 4th. And then on April 15th, Fantastic Beasts, uh, which you're excited about. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one right here in, already again in May, which was DC's Legend of Super, or League of Super Pets, which I think you said you were excited about. Yeah, because it has The Rock, even though I don't really like him. But Kevin Hart is in it. Go figure. The next one I was going to mention here was Black Adam, mm-hmm. uh, July ninth, July twenty ninth. I'm not really excited for that. I'm. I think I'll get more excited once we get like a full trailer mm-hmm. and not like a first look type trailer. Um, and then we keep going. There's uh, Evil Dead Rise, and I believe that is a continuation um, of gonna, Evil Dead. Yeah. It's oh a, my god. Yep. It's directed by Lee Cronin. Uh, and as Sam Raimi and uh, Bruce Campbell are producing, but I don't believe Bruce Campbell's involved as Ash. So, um, let's see. Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom comes out on December 16th. Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's the release for 2022. And mm-hmm. then, um, they've, there, and there's already lists for 2023 on here, but we will not, uh, go into that quite yet. So in one, in one year we'll skip, uh, and I only listed like the big ones mm-hmm. that there's an Elvis movie coming out as well in June. It's a is biograph. It, it's uh, a biographical pick. Are uh, they going to have a, like a scene where he like shits himself? <laughs> to death <laughs> I'm sure they will I'm sure that's exactly What the audiences Want to see Miracle I'm sorry Because Fun fact about Elvis He died because He had a heart attack Because he kept on eating Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches With bacon You know what And they're fried You know what Miracle hmm. Live your best life I know If you want to go out Like Elvis Presley If I want to go out Like Elvis Presley I'm going to do it Okay But you know Reese's Pieces uh, Release a candy Inspired by Elvis They have it But they discontinue it Because not a lot of people Really like it You can still buy it Today on eBay And they're still In good condition Like nobody has opened it And they don't recommend Eating it Because it's been Passed through Inspired by a long long time You can buy like Old old cans from drinks That no longer Yeah like Surge Yep I No Surge came back But just It's not the same but it does exist still. I want old surge. I want to try it. And then it would crystal be like, pesty. It would be like uh it would probably be like thick, like goop by the <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 
Um, so uh, I don't know what Salem's Lot is. That was another one on here. It's an oh, it's in a it's a Stephen King. It's based on a Stephen King book. So I'm kind of done with Stephen King. Uh, most of us are who are mm. not super <laughs> woke. <laughs> so. <clears throat> I, I don't know if of all these. I'll just list just the big ones for this one. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Batman, the Batman, Fantastic Beasts, Yee. DC League of Super Pets. I, I mean, that would be considered kind of big. Mm-hmm. Black Adam, uh, Evil Dead Rise, the Fla- uh, the Flash. I completely skipped over the Flash. I'm not excited for that the, because the, I don't like that that Flash that much. The, the, I love the actor. You like Ezra Miller? Oye I, I like him. You just don't like the way he runs in the... No, because, like, his version of the Flash is not that exciting compared to, like, the CW version of the Flash. Muy bien. Ugh. Maybe, I guess. Uh, Have you watched the Flash? Teams? I I love the first two seasons of the Flash. Same. I, I love the reveal of Harrison Wells in mm-hmm. uh, as Eobard Thawne with Cisco in, mm-hmm. like, episode 15. That's one of the most... Like, uh, that's, that scene actually had emotional re- resonance that should not even be possible on a cw network so very hey, good don't sleep on the cw they and have good stuff yes they do they there. have superman and lois and they all and the and they also and i did love zoom because it was voiced by tony todd who uh played the candy man and did that uh did that voice really well i'd like that mask for the zoom mask mm-hmm. so but, but come on riverdale like the first two seasons i'll pass I don't like the originals or Vampire Diaries or... Pretty Little Liars. I love Pretty Little Liars. That's a CW show. No, you it know? isn't. It was an ABC Family show. Oh, really? Yeah. Wasn't it on the... I C- can't believe I know that. Like, I should not know that because <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a guy and I'm also like way outside the target demographic, but those first four seasons are fantastic. I'm like cutting myself off now before I what embarrass myself further. What about Gossip Girl? Never saw it. Oh, so so that's like they've got like seven. So let's like I'm, let's stop. With, we should both stop at the tangents. Okay. Uh, okay so, 2022, we've got um, the Batman, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. uh, Super Pets, mm-hmm. uh, Black Adam, Evil Dead Rise, The Flash, and Aquaman. So that's seven movies that are highly anticipated. I didn't even see the first Aquaman. First Aquaman was good. I mean, it has Amber Heard in it, but, you know, there's nothing that we can do about that now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's, uh, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that now. So that's seven movies that I would say uh, that are, you know, pretty, look, uh, pretty well looking forward to for me. Uh, so 2021 now for Disney. Um, so Let's these are, go, Disney. Let's go. Okay, no, so we're getting into 2022. I'm not going to do that. So this is their, they've got uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. The Bob's Burgers movies. Wait, movie. what? There's a Bob's Burger movie coming out from 20th oh, Century Studios, up. which is a, a Disney. Um, no way. Yep. Lightyear, the, the Buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. uh, prequel. Or no, it's not a prequel. It's like an offshoot because it's based on the, it's the based on person. the character that the, that the, toy is, ma- is made of or Yee. is made over or for <laughs> uh thor love and thunder mm-hmm. uh comes out in july 8th uh black panther wakanda forever comes out in november 11th uh strange i don't know what strange world is um i'll google it uh, animation studios and american animation and uh doesn't really say here um so then we've got avatar 2 on december uh, on december 16th so that's less filmed i mean there's other stuff here but it's much less um, packed, mm-hmm. it feels like to me. So does the Bob's Burger... Oh, Death on the Nile. Uh, that's that new um, Gal Gadot movie. 
mm-hmm. that people are looking forward to. So there's some good ones there. Um, Turning Red, does that ring a bell? Yeah, basically it's an animation movie where this little girl, she finds out that um, she has this genetic mutation that's passed down through generations where if they get like over emotional, they turn into a big grand, uh, red panda. <laughs> that sounds cute. It is cute. And like it's funny because like it's talking about Asian American girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. So diverse. Yep. Diverse in a natural way, not mm-hmm. just shoehorning it into somewhere where it wasn't previously mm-hmm. slated, right? Yeah. So then oh, there's also Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Eee. Okay, so you're excited about that. Yeah, because I grew up with that. Okay, so we've got Ice Age, uh, Death on the Nile, mm-hmm. Turning Red, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bo- does the Bob's Burgers movie interest you? Um, I watch it here and there, Bob's Burgers. It's like, it's kind of like you kind of have to dumb yourself down to like it. Yeah. and then Sometimes. I like the voice actor. I'll give you that credit. Okay, cool. All right. And then we've got Lightyear, mm-hmm. Thor Love and Thunder, and Wakanda Forever. So that's, oh no, and <coughs> Avatar. Two. Avatar 2 So that's mm-hmm. They've got more it did, I didn't think they had more But there's more but movies wait, here But wait there's more But wait there's So uh, the uh, the dates on that Are from the beginning So it's May, It's uh, January 28th For Ice mm-hmm. Age February 11th For Death on the Nile uh, Turning Red Is March 11th So like a month apart mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers Is May 27th Uh Doctor Strange is May 6th. Mm-hmm. Lightyear is June 17th. Mm-hmm. Thor Love and Thunder is July 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther is November 11th. Uh, Avatar 2 is December 16th. That's a big... I mean, and there's a bunch of like untitled films in there too. So those could there's a possibility that a couple of those could be good as Disney well. Disney is just popping out new movies. So that's nine. <laughs> nine movies to look for if you're Disney and seven good ones to look forward to. If you're uh, Warner Brothers, so that's mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of stuff. I don't, I don't know which. I, I think I'm still more because I'm not as much of the animation person. So maybe I'm more excited about Warner Brothers, and you're more excited about the Disney ones because mm-hmm. there's more up your alley in that respect. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of excited for Turning Red because, like, if it's anything similar to Up, I want that movie to make me cry. Oh well, is it a Pixar? No, it's not a Pixar. It's uh, it's, a, the, it's 20th Century Stu. It's Walt Disney Pictures. Oh yeah, Pixar Animation. So they're going to use the typical mm-hmm. uh, Pixar emotional manipulation. Yep. And they're going to make you cry. Well, I at this reason, point you'd feel bad if they didn't make you cry, which that's might true. which might make you cry. Well, have you watched Soul? Yeah. I saw it. I for me my, didn't care for it. I didn't care for it. Most of the I don't but I'm not an animation guy. Mm-hmm. Like they don't hit me the way they hit other people. Like Well, for me, I didn't Moana even, was the last one that <laughs> that really did anything for me. I just, am Moana. I'm just like, and even that and even that like I don't really I remember it like resonating with me at the time, mm-hmm. but I don't have like strong memories of the movie. Mm. But I was just excited that they were making new characters. Like they're not just changing Disney princesses and making them different. They're creating new Disney characters that people want to see. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Uh, I don't know. I was still like upset about uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Didn't see it. I watched it. Like I didn't really. I get it. Like she's looking for pieces, but they don't explain why. <laughs> why bugged she bugged you? That yeah, bugged you? like there was a lot of plot holes in that movie. Plot holes are bad. 
Yeah, and like they didn't really say she was a princess. They said they like, didn't. They didn't use the term Disney. Or, well, of course, they didn't use the term Disney princess. Mm-hmm. That would be weird. Yeah, but they didn't call her a princess. Well, because like they never said she was. Like it, the rumors before the movie came out, she was supposed to be the first Southeast Asian princess, but they never used the word princess. Then it's and lack like, of representation or something. Yeah, and they didn't want. Yeah, well, speaking about representation, what about them island boys? Because <laughs> you're just killing it with the with the segues, really. Yeah, uh, because uh, as we Raya, just literally ab- abandoned the previous topic <laughs> uh, in favor of something. You know, finish your thought on Raya. Well, Raya, the only reason why I was thinking of the island boys and Raya because like they were supposed to make it like about a certain southeastern asian people okay. like a certain race but they didn't want to exclude anybody so they mixed all of them and made their own unique races but you can tell which one is which but that's the problem with a lot of this stuff is like they have to like not it's not dumbed down mm-hmm. they have to like over saturate <laughs> everything to to be overtly inclusive of everyone all the time so there ends up being nothing unique about any of it it all just ends up kind of feeling like it's mashed together yeah i didn't really like it um, another reason like why I don't like Aquafina that much like I thought it was very annoying Miracle does not like the fact that I thought Aquafina was like the best part of Shang-Chi even though I understand why people don't like her I don't like her she's a stereotypical Asian woman who yells and it annoys the living shit out of me that bad well like I I grew up with like Asian women yelling a lot so like when I hear another Asian woman like yelling it irritates me to the moon did you see crazy rich Asians yes like it no 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 why not I don't like romantic movies that is true she does she does not like romantic comedies or movies in general romantic movies in general um no there's certain romantic movies I thought were cute like 50 um 51st states which is in hawaii like them island boys oh, i know that was just, just she's so good ladies and gentlemen did you see that did you see that segue she's just incredible mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh yes the island boys which uh doesn't feel like something i would ever want to cover here but <laughs> miracle sends me miracle goes out of her way to send me articles that uh like she knows that i'm gonna pick stuff that has to do with movies and television mm-hmm. because that's my thing uh that's what i like to talk about and i always like to fit other stuff in there like the other day we what did we talk about we talked about dr dre's divorce yeah we fit those topics in there every so often but she loves to send me articles that i i have a sneaking <laughs> suspicion she knows i would never want to cover like she sends me 15 articles knowing that there's maybe one there that i would actually use yeah like the kim kardashian one she well i I did want to do that one sadly we cannot but like i just i get a kick out of the fact that she probably does it because she knows it gives me anxiety to see like a a slack message that says nine plus new notifications (laughs) and there's just a thousand links to different things that i'm like i can't get through all of this man it's too much that's why I try to send it to you at the peak moment when you're awake. You send it to me in the middle of the night. 
like awake we're okay. both night owls night owl that's true okay it's still though i'm like trying to calm down and like get ready for bed and i'm like it's, i don't need 15 new notifications it's better Woman, than andy where he sends you articles you remember depressing. that <laughs> our friend andy used to send us depressed send me like really really depressing current event news at like three in the morning while i'm trying <laughs> to sleep like, he's like you remember that thing that you really love and you thought it was going to be better for the world it's nope, going, it's going away, away forever yeah that's that's our life so it's, <laughs> this article is from tmz sports and it says island boys infamous tiktokers mocked and doused <laughs> jake paul fight crowd turns uh everyone says they hate the island boys the florida twins behind the train wreck of a tiktok song and they put song in quotations yeah that was the best part and it turns out a lot of the haters were waiting for the boys in the crowd at jake paul's boxing match the brothers did not get a warm <coughs> welcome saturday night in their home state as soon as they entered tampa's uh amelie amelie arena mm-hmm. uh, and walked to their ringside seats the booze started raining down uh, and it's got tweets here. Island boys, not a lot of fans in Tampa getting booed out of the building. Now we're not saying that they had targets on their backs, but Fly Soldier, how do you pronounce it? Fly Soldier and yeah. Cody. Kodiak Red, yes. Kodiak Red, uh, bleach blonde spiky faux locks made them stand out in any crowd. I mean, it's also the tattoos and the face, yeah. the face tattoos. We were making fun of them earlier because I said they kind of remind me of people who never had tattoos in their whole life, yeah. and like they go to a tattoo parlor and tattoo me up, doc. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "What kind of tattoo do you want? Do you want like a little tiny one? Because like you're still like a virgin canvas." And they're like, "Give me everything." Yeah. Would you like a, a few tattoos, a lot of tattoos? Everything. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, now we're not saying that they had targets on their back, but Fly Soldier and Kodiak Red's bleach blonde spiky faux locks made them stand out in any crowd. And after the booze came actual booze. <laughs> that was a fantastic lingo, linguist right there. Mm-hmm. Several objects were hurled their way, including at least one full beer. We all know that stadium beer ain't cheap, so you got to really hate to hate to toss one of those. Then again, we present Exhibit A, and it's just links to their freestyle to, from the, one of the original. It, the, the 20-year-old twins dropped their poolside freestyle back in They're October. 20? Yep, the, which instantly went viral and not because people were loving it. Still, the Island Boys persisted, cranking out an official music video this month to go with the nonsensical bars they dropped, and it's a viral hit, too. I watched it today. Mm-hmm. I literally felt my brain cells <laughs> evaporating. <laughs> And actually screaming, no! Why do you think I like it so much? My brain cells are gone. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious because it's like, it's it's like they had to make a decision. Like, do we want to be respected or do we want fame? Right. Well, one of them, I think it's like a. Uh, what's the one that's name red? Uh, I don't know. I, you would have to tell me. Uh, Trippy red. Trippy red. Um, basically. That or, was, yes, uh, Kodiak Red, Trippy Kodiak. Red. Craig, that's not Trippy Red. That, uh, guys, I, I I know who Trippy Red is. That was a mistake on mm-hmm. my part. Kodiak okay. Red. Kodiak Red. Um, basically, he said, "Yeah, we." No, no, no. It was Soja. F- um, it was Fly Soja. Um, he said, "Yeah, we sign our souls to the devil it, to be famous. To be famous." Uh, and I'm so, like, I believe it. <laughs> if you like, pull up the. It's funny. Uh, let's just do an experiment. Pull up the music video, not the original one, but pull up the music video and just read some of the comments. They're freaking hilarious in a way that I shouldn't actually enjoy. But it's like it's it, it's almost like it's past like hate. It's like 
exasperation and they've just resi- people are just resigning themselves to the fact that this is like the corner like of the, the internet. official one yeah the official music okay. video um and like people just resign themselves that they're watching something truly awful uh and, and the comments kind of reflect that and it's all of the comments uh never gonna give you up never gonna let you down that's a comment oh yep oh, God. 13 days ago yep Keep going. There's there's some funny ones there. I was looking. Uh, there, there there's a really funny one about like how like the sound design is really really bad in the song, like because the speakers are blown out. E. Oh yeah, I made that comment. I was like, dude, this is terrible. I was like, who R. made I. P. this? R.I.P. My subwoofer, <laughs> my speakers. Uh, I was like, who made this? Like, this shouldn't be a thing. There's some de- there's some definite, like, uh, it's so funny. Like, it looks like they just picked up every girl they could find off the street that mm-hmm. was like, hey, do you want to be in this, like, really, really, really cringe, really, really exploitative music video? Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, we would love that. Um, yeah, so the one that you made fun of um, two weeks ago... They deep fried that bass. <laughs> Thought my phone speaker was broken. And yeah. then another person two days ago, wow, you guys definitely have a hidden talent that should stay hidden. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. That's exactly what it is. Uh, but yeah, um, the reason why I brought it up because they did have a song that they came out with, Oliver Tree. They weren't featured in it. Um, I mean, like, Music wise, they're in the video, right? They're in the video. They're trying to rob a pizza place with Oliver Tree that has a Joe Exotic wig on. It's <laughs> like just put all of the current twenty twenty one pop culture into one thing, yeah, and make it a and make it a thing. Did you see the thing of them like walking off of the uh, of the Logan Paul interview? Oh yeah, uh, they try to beat up somebody. There was another interview where they try to beat up this guy who was doing his podcast, yeah, mid podcast, yeah. They like walk out of the Logan Paul podcast because mm-hmm. like the I, I was one of the guys is like your jewelry is gonna be a great like uh, retirement plan. When <laughs> feels like. I get it. Like you yeah, like you shouldn't like life goes on and you, on and on. That, that was fantastic. Uh, you shouldn't like um, expect fame like that to last because viral fame is not the same as mm-hmm. like. Le- well, I mean, if they're doing it right and they're making the money, that's good. But like viral fame fades quickly. Yeah, like catch, uh, catch me outside. How about that girl? Like she disappeared. Yeah, she disappeared quick. It's also because people were making fun of her because she couldn't close her mouth for shit. I wonder whatever happened to Rebecca Black. Oh, she disappeared too. Yeah. Oh, sure. Her parents had money though. So, mm-hmm. but like this is like that type of fame, as as exciting as that might be for them, like as two people who don't want to be famous and mm-hmm. have no desire to be public figures, like I would not, like I cringe at the thought of uh, uh of yeah. something like that. Like even doing this, I'm like, I love like uh, this. Like my love of talking about this stuff mm-hmm. just happens to outweigh my desire to not ever be seen by anyone ever. <laughs> Well, originally when I was younger, I did want to be famous, but then I was like reading like how bad it's like for your mentality, how bad it you have to go through yep. certain things, and like it does like affect you. You get upset when I read comments. I read it because like something inside and me. And yet is, like, you never listen to me when I tell you just don't read them. Well, like, I stopped reading them, but then I reread them because I'm looking for critiques for your pop culture yeah, crisis. Yeah, like there, there's a there's a, some like I, I like literally put you on there. I'm like find the ones that actually like mm-hmm. uh, offer constructive criticism, not just whatever. Yeah. Uh, because to me, my focus is just keep making things. 
find stuff that's worth talking about, make mm-hmm. it interesting, uh, and everything else will kind of come as it does. Mm-hmm. But like, there is like a certain point where you have to pay attention to that stuff too, and I hate that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's why that's what you're here for to to. I well to find the 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 critiques that can actually work. Well, Chris also reads it too. Like he's yep. more psychotic than I am when it comes to reading well, comments. You guys are you guys are both nuts wanting to like check all that stuff out. Well, Chris has to. That's his yeah, job. That's his job. So <laughs> it's not my job. I just read it just because. Because you're the psychopath, <laughs> not us. Uh, I just uh, yeah, I I can't do it, man. <laughs> Uh, this is one of those topics though that's like uh, I, I feel like this is what's going to end up being our thing is like we'll mm-hmm. have like most of it will be movie news because uh, that's like something we can both talk about and be interested in we have our different genres that we like mm-hmm. but then there's going to be the weird pop culture news that's not overtly uh, doesn't v- delve into a realm we shouldn't be talking about mm-hmm. but it's just weird enough that it's fun to talk about and the yeah. Island Boys are like I listened to that song and I like avoided it after I heard the original freeze like somebody sent me the link to the music video I'm like why would I want to watch this because they it's like them a, Island Boys it's like a it's like a slow motion car wreck <laughs> like you can't like, it's like a very very uh, badly dyed, uh, ta- overly tattooed slow motion car wreck that you can't look away from. It's just sad. Like I looked at them when they, like before in the after pictures. Before yeah. they look really handsome. They I look was like, like you'd I, see them at church. Yeah, I was like I would date them. They but look then, like you'd see them at church on Sunday. Yeah, and they're like afraid of their mom if she was going to give them a whipping. Well, they did have a granny in that video. Yeah. Like, in the music video, she was like, where are you guys at? And they are like, we're in an island. And she's like, come back home. And they are like, no, we're them island boys. People were like, we feel bad. They're like, she sounds literate. We feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what, where did they go wrong? When the devil comes in, he's like, these people don't have a future. <laughs> It's true. It is uh, true. But you know what does have a future? Oh. The North Man. Okay. Th- that was not your best. <laughs> that was not Miracle's best. Well, it has a future on the show. It does. We're going to... I have a feeling this one will be one we'll talk about. I really like it. Multiple and times. I did say that I watched it over three times. The trailer? Yeah. Yeah. It's because I really love the Nordic um, culture. Yep. And that's... and that's uh, There's a, a point here where they're basically... This is an interview because obviously we can't show the... Mm-hmm. Um, we can't show the trailer on here. Here. Uh, nope. But you should go watch it. It's called The Northman. Uh, go on YouTube, find that trailer, and watch it. Uh, maybe even before listening to this, and then come right back. Uh, but this is so uh, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll, we'll go through parts of this article, and we'll talk about why. I mean, yours, like you said, you love Nordic culture. Mm-hmm. So like that. Did I you might, ever watch the show Vikings? Yes. Okay. I, Catherine Winnick. Mm-hmm. Legit, I might. N- if I do have a baby girl, maybe I just might name her Olga. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. Go like Olga, come here. Olga. Okay, so this is uh, the North. The Northman director Robert Eggers on his Vikings Hamlet epic. Mm-hmm. It says the first trailer for the Northman, an upcoming Viking epic from director Robert Eggers, debuted today, giving audiences their first look at the next ambitious project from the m- filmmaker behind The Witch and The Lighthouse. Alexander Skarsgård, uh, see Anna Taylor Joy, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, mm-hmm. Clay's Bang, mm-hmm. Clay's. I, I'm assuming it's Bjork. Is that Bjork the musician? I don't think so. Wait, wait, wait. Let me Google. You it. should go. Uh, in fact, before we're gonna we're gonna go on the fly here, and I'm gonna look this up. Uh, oh, I was gonna search it up, but yeah, you search up then. Well, I can, then I can look it up uh, on here and see if that's who that is. So we're like cutting the article off here. Sorry, guys. I want to look and see if this is Bjork the. 
Oh yeah. It's the musician. Oh yeah. Yee. Uh Dude, I'm hungry. <laughs> that is not really what we were thinking you're in. Sorry, I I'm looking yeah. at Hello Kitty things. Yep. Again. Again. Do you know how <laughs> Come on. Do you you have like an hour a day. I need <laughs> I need your attention, woman. Can you just pay attention? I did. I helped you with the island boys. I have proven it is a proven fact that multitasking does not work. Yeah, it does. No, I'm it does talking not. to you while scrolling down. She's lying. Doesn't work. <laughs> no, it does work. Like, have you seen the research between men and women? She's like, lying. It's wrong. Fake news. Propaganda. Well, okay, okay, okay. I agree with you. Human beings naturally can't multitask. But you cannot. Women may be better at it than mm -hmm. men, but nobody can do two things as well as they can do one thing after the other. Well, so you will always do two things slightly worse than you will if you just did one and then the other. Oh my task. God! We should do this as a challenge on Cast Castle. Let's not. Oh. Let's not say we did. But <laughs> 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 Haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. So we're going to continue. So I got distracted Quoter by Roy. Bjork. And uh, William Defoe is also in the movie. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. So Sorry. Sorry. I got excited because like uh, Shane Cashman, uh, Chris Carr, us including, yep. love we love William, him. Love William Defoe. Uh, Ethan Hawke, I'm excited. I love Ethan Hawke. I love Training Day. I, mm -hmm. I, I love Ethan Hawke. So he's getting... he's Him and... Uh, um, Josh Hartnett are kind of having their own renaissance here of sorts. Josh Hartnett was always kind of like a, a, a weird, like a cool, like uh, hippie art, uh, movie maker. Like he didn't, all, he you know, purposely didn't go for the mainstream. No, roles. you know what's a hippie art movie? The Nomad. That one's so dumb because it's legit about a woman living out of her van and like she takes a big dump in the field. Thank you for sharing that with me. Sorry, I, I just wanted to share it because I was so upset this was a real movie. <laughs> uh, in an exclusive interview with IGN, Eggers elaborates on why The Northman is his most mainstream film yet, even though it still packs enough offbeat punch for fans of his past work. Uh, yeah, if you've seen The Lighthouse, he's definitely, he is definitely... Uh, avant-garde mm -hmm. uh it uh it's ancient literary inspirations his deep research into viking culture and more uh the northman is viking hamlet eggers confirmed that the the northman is based on the ancient norse sagas of vengeful prince uh of a vengeful prince that turned in that in turn inspired william shakespeare's hamlet it's definitely viking hamlet or as one studio executive said i love this viking version of the lion king that was the first thing i thought of mm -hmm. well i you know carol um, like when I first saw this trailer, it was the constant reference. First of all, they didn't make it modern day. So it's still a guy. It's still a boy. A boy has to uh, avenge his father. Mm -hmm. They didn't make it. Uh, uh, they didn't make the dad a loser. And uh, they didn't make the the women all powerful because of feminism. Mm -hmm. They made the a, cho a story of a boy. Uh, who is uh, avenging his father's death and protecting his mother? That's mm -hmm. what they—the uh, line he keeps repeating in the trailer. Do you remember what he said? Yeah, I'll take um, revenge for you. I'll take revenge for you. And he's still rowing the boat yeah. all uh, the way to adulthood, where he's rowing the boat. So, like, um, is it like, um, do Vikings have slavery too? I, you're asking the wrong guy here. Uh, because, like, um, because, like, uh, I know ancient Egyptians, like, they had people in the bottom of the boat, like rowing. Um, I think Vikings had it too. So he's like in I know the bottom. They have Viking the funerals. Oh my god! I want a Viking funeral. Well, I want to be burned alive like we, that. We talked about it. Yes, you wouldn't be alive. You would be dead. 
That's what you think. Uh, so it says, uh, honestly, I don't. I didn't know a lot about it. It's, oh, it says, well, Eggers grew up uh, the son of a Shakespeare professor. Wow. And his background is in theater. He mm-hmm. revealed he was unfamiliar with the Norse source material that spawned Hamlet. Honestly, I didn't know a lot about it. Actually, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know about it. Period. Honestly, basically, Alexander Skarsgård and I had lunch, and he said he'd been wanting to make a Viking movie and was developing Viking movies for some time, trying to get something to happen. And I said I had an idea for a Viking movie. I didn't really have an idea for a Viking movie. I had an ending, and I knew I wanted it to be a revenge movie. And then I thought, well, Hamlet is a great revenge story. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh my goodness, Shakespeare was inspired by Saxo Grammaticus. Mm-hmm. And the in uh, the story in, in in that story is an old Norse story, and so that led me to writing a treatment based on that. And very quickly, two years later, we were going into production. So uh, they they kind of put right here like a bunch of <gasps> stuff that uh, g- God bless you or bless you. Sorry, I uh, had a hiccup. The so. I love this part here where it says researching Vikings. It says, we start the film uh, as a lot of sagas start in the Viking diaspora, uh, sort of like in some islands north of Scotland, and then we travel east and finally spend most of the movie in Iceland, Eggers explains. We did a ton of research, and I was working with the finest Viking historians and archaeologists and people who are part of the experimental experimental archaeology and living history community. So he put like a lot of time into this. There's clearly great care uh, and desire for this project to feel authentic yeah it kind of reminds me of like my best friend's mom she's really into nordic culture maybe that's why i was like influenced too okay but like she did a lot of research on it and like um she identifies as a viking also (laughs) (laughs) uh he him viking they (laughs) yes it reminds me of my um women's studies teacher who identifies as a witch of course well i'm going to identify as viking uh you I look like a leprechaun thank you i'm not irish i i know i just wanted to say <laughs> that. i think there's a lot it says quote i think there's a lot of things we know about the different vikings like in the celtic world vikings in iceland vikings in norway vikings in sweden vikings uh in what's now the ukraine but there's a lot of things that we have you that, that we have to use a little bit of this a little bit of that and others to fill in the gaps about because it is what it is but the best but to the best of my ability me and my collaborators did it as authentically authentically as possible Mm -hmm. quote almost everything we know about vikings clothing comes from burials so there's stuff in the sagas that were written years later hundreds of years later that we can kind of say matches certain things about burials so we could be on the right track but if uh but it could be that if the vikings saw this movie they'd see everything uh, everyone is dressed like dead people so we don't totally know so basically yeah like you don't dress you know, you don't know uh, what you wear to your funeral. Well, you know, what you're buried in is not necessarily your... Uh, they're not going to bury me, I'm sure, when I'm buried. They're not going to bury me in a cardigan and a white tee and sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Well, they might. Who knows? Maybe they're like, that's all bread over war. So, uh, <laughs> they're like, he doesn't look good in a suit and tie. Yeah. Well, I'm every, joking. I yeah, think he do. Everyone could look good in a suit. I, I, yeah. But basically like formal attire, right? Mm-hmm. So like uh, the Viking edition of formal attire back then. Uh, and then basically there's a lot that I like this, uh, topic right here from the interview says the thinking man's Conan movie, the trailer for the Northman shows, uh, Emleth, Emleth dueling, uh, at a volcano Eggers, who does described himself as a kid who grew up watching star Wars and Spielberg movies is aware that some star Wars fans may see shades of Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi's climactic duel from the revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan in this Kenobi's. fiery battle sequence. 
much uh, to his chagrin, it would seem. Quote, it's not uh, an homage to that. And if anything, uh, and if anything, anytime I think about it, it kind of makes me queasy. But I'm sure it's going to happen. It's all good, Eggers said of the similarities. So like he's like, I didn't mean to make it like that. Mm-hmm. In fact, he probably like he probably feels nervous being a director, being compared to such high, uh, highly praised films and scenes. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's probably too many nods to Conan in The Northman because I watched it so much as a kid. It was a seminal uh, film for uh, Son as well, Egger said. I've definitely joked that it's like Conan the Barbarian meets Andrei Rublev. <laughs> I think neither Milius nor Tarkovsky would have liked this movie. Uh, uh, going on from A24 to Focus. Okay, so there's talking about distribution. I... Basically, what resonated with me about this uh, trailer in this movie is, first of all, it's unapologetically, like, not mainstream Hollywood. Uh, it doesn't have the glitz and shine that your average Hollywood blockbuster does. It yeah. feels dark uh, and very, very um, tonally significant. Like, when you're watching it, you're not watching something that, has, that feels disposable. You're watching something that has weight to it. Yee. The violence is kind of is beautifully shot. Uh, and all of the art design, at least from what we can see in the trailer, uh, really fits a consistent tone. Like it's it, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like the, it, it's violent but beautiful, and I'm really excited about that. I I don't know because like for me, I'm just really excited for it. Like anything that's violent, I want to see it. <laughs> the the first thing I thought of was Shakespeare. Was uh, was Shakespeare? Was The Lion King? That was Hamlet. Like, yeah, that was the first thing that came to mind. I mean, because we're you know, it's based on Hamlet. Yeah, we're 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 we're, but uh, Hamlet's not the first thing that comes to my mind because I'm not a Shakespearean scholar. Oh, but I do understand that that's where the, you know so much of art is based on is these stories, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing that's going to come to your mind is uh, the, maybe the most uh, culturally significant work from your age, and mm-hmm. that and as a kid for me, that was The Lion King. Oh, really? Well, I like The Lion King, but I love Hamlet more. Well, aren't you just hoity-toity and uppity? Hoity-toity. Well, like, I had a phase where I wanted to read more Shakespearean poetry. I can't see you reading Shakespeare. I love um, Midsummer Night's Dream. I love that You learn something new about Miracle every day. Yeah, so I have two copies. One is a Sparks Notes translation for... It had the original poem and the translation on the side. And then I had the original book that we had to buy because my English teacher, she didn't want us to have the Sparks Notes one. So I had... <laughs> I forgot about Sparks Notes. <laughs> yeah. So I had the original one and she wanted us to write the translation. So like every time we read a paragraph, she was like, what do you interpret it as the meaning for it? So the whole time I'm writing with like erasable ink, like what it means. Like I had the original book in California like you can see how much I wrote into it yeah I just love Shakespearean mm-hmm. stuff then this movie's gonna be right up your alley I mm-hmm. think because yeah. like it has romance it this is the only time I really like romance it has romance when it's it has violent. violence when it's violent when it's violent revenge so uh, I think I don't know if uh, you said you love the look of one of the characters my guess was that was Nicole Kidman um, no um, the other one on Taylor, on Taylor Joy yeah okay yeah um, because didn't she play as the queen of Russia? I don't know. Probably in that one TV show. She's a she, Anya Taylor Joy is a very big actress now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who Clay's Bang is. Uh, He's a banger. He must be. Um, <laughs> I love Ethan Hawke and I love William Dafoe and Alexander Skarsgård is obviously uh, a very very big actor right now. So he wouldn't have gotten attached if he didn't feel like the project was something to be that was worth worth in you know investing his time in so mm-hmm. i don't know i i say that uh, we've got a lot 
we've got so many things to watch this year mm-hmm. it's gonna be insane uh, we need to write a schedule do you want me to buy you a planner no no i can buy my own planner we i'm gonna get a whiteboard uh probably for this room oh yeah also you remember when i talked to you about that blackboard for the chalk yeah somebody took it already oh i was never i hate the sound of chalk i know i know I but that. somebody in the comments said that we should get it and i was like no i was looking for somebody it somebody cared <laughs> enough to, to respond that's awesome i know but like i was looking for it and i was like oh it's gone no, no. because um somebody wrote free just yeah. take it yeah. we're, we'll, we'll get a, uh, a whiteboard here uh put one up here and then i'll put one in my office mm-hmm. so well i I just wanted to buy you a planner, like buy you a girly planner that's like all fuzzy. I've got my my multiple uh, legal pads that I use to write everything on. For, that's for, for notes Tim, and everything. T- technically. What? No. For everyone's for It's the for everyone, but technically we got it for Tim. It's for the office. <laughs> it's for the office, and I'm the only one who uses them, it seems like. so. Yeah. Well, I use them for doodles. Well, I'm saving all the doodles. So <laughs> basically, we're going to go see this movie. I think you guys should too. If you're starved for like non superhero content in an age where everything is superheroes, you, you want something very primal. Yeah. This is what you need to yeah. see. It's it's like it's not superheroes. It's not uh, it's not uh, like really like not washed, but it's not like uh, censored or very uh, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. It's not milk toast. It looks violent. It looks beautiful. It's beautifully shot. It is definitely not mainstream Hollywood. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a film like that, uh, if that's up uh, up the road for your sensibilities, I say that check this movie out. It's going to be really good. Did it list a release date for? It? I think it's in April. It said um, April, I think. Um, um, even though I watched it like so many times, yeah. I didn't even pay attention I d- to I that. I didn't. Uh, there's probably. Let me just check and see if there's a, a note here at the end about. Yeah, uh, in the U.S. April twenty second, twenty twenty two. So coming up this spring. Mm. Uh, that's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good. Do you want to do? I I, th- I think we do Zachary Levi. I think yep, we do. Let's I th- do it. I think we because do. we have enough time. That was and not, I'm so excited. That was it. that was not the best segue we've ever done, but we're getting better. Come on, Shazam! We're oh, that was beautiful. Uh, we're getting we we're getting better at our at our segues here because uh, I'm we, just kind of slow today. Yesterday it was really good. When you're <laughs> When you're having these discussions, you know, you got to find a way to, because we're just talking about the same stuff we would normally talk about, but then you have to like find ways to like, we're not just going to have these conversations. We're going to have them in order. So you have to like find a way to to do that and get to your Shazam topic without it seeming off. Uh, Well, speaking of Shazam, that's the name of my mascot. We're going to have like merch for you. So speaking of dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Um, Speaking of or low fun facts. Yes. Fun facts with Miracle. So this is um, from Bounding Into Comics and it's a rumor that Zachary Levi is going to appear as Shazam in The Flash. And I, there's a, one of the reasons I, I wanted to bring this up because they make some interesting points here in this article. So it says, thanks to, uh, to the multiverse in a certain little paradox, get it? Mm-hmm. Get it? Flash? Po- yeah. yeah. Uh, Zachary Levi's return to the little white cape of the big red cheese could come sooner than expected and well ahead of the 2020 th- 2023 release date of the Shazam sequel, Fury of the Gods. Uh, giant freaking robot. I say freaking. It's freaking. Freaking. Uh, uh, reports in a new exclusive that their vaunted, reliable sources tell them that Levi is penciled in for a cameo in The Flash. Uh, giant freaking robot has the exclusive from our trusted and proven source that Zachary Levi will be making an appearance as Shazam in the film, writes reporter Doug Norrie. The flick is, shape- the flick is shaping up to be one of the biggest the studio's ever offered. Uh, we're going to look it up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm excited about the, uh, this because I loved the first Shazam movie a lot uh, more than I really thought that I would, given that it's not really a, a property that I was super familiar with mm-hmm. um, beforehand. Shazam! But uh, so we've got uh, all well, of the same cast coming back. Mm-hmm. I see. I do not see. Um, oh, bummer. So it's it's the same uh, Adam Brody. Ash, uh, Asher Engel, who played Billy Batson. Uh, it looks like most of them are coming. Megan, uh, Megan Good, yep. Okay, so Michelle Borth does not seem to be coming back. That's a bummer because I like turn the first one. Uh, but it, I believe, is The Rock going to be? Is this the one that's going to have Black Adam? No. No, he's, no. Not, he's not making But we do know that... Uh, so we're going to go look at The Flash. <laughs> um, but we know that... Um, no, we're not. We're losing it here. The Flash. Come on, you got it. No, it's not showing up here. We're having technical. Well, not having technical difficulties, but it well, would be. Well, like the whole internet oh, there it is. crash. Yeah, I know, right? So uh, we just, but we do know that we're going to get uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. We're going to get Michael Keaton as Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I wanted to talk about this is because, like, uh, in that article, they mentioned the multiverse, mm-hmm. and it, they're going to f- people are going to feel like they're they're riding the coattails of Marvel when. Uh, the multiverse is uh, a, originally a DC concept, yeah. right, from the 60s. So uh, it's funny because uh, they, they did it in what? The, in the, I mean, the multiverse has been a thing in the Arrowverse for since, mm-hmm. you know, since very early on in The Flash. Yep. Uh, so we, we knew that that was coming. <coughs> but people are going to feel like they're, like, biting off, uh, off Marvel because Marvel just inst- uh, implemented it in... Spider-Man No Way Home and will be more expanded upon once they get into uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. So it feels like DC needs to get on the ground floor and get going with it. Come on, DC. Hurry up. Yep. Well, that's like DC. If if DC is anything, it's um, unreliable with their Mm -hmm. movies. You know, they're very hit and miss. For as much as I rag on the formulaic nature of the Marvel movies, it is is essentially like junk food to me, which Mm -hmm. is like, you know, you can go into it. It doesn't fill you, it fills you up, but it doesn't necessarily leave you feeling satisfied. DC movies tend to be very hit or miss for me, meaning Mm -hmm. I tend to really like them or it ends up being a complete disaster. Uh, So who knows, you you know, which way that goes. Uh, Do you like uh, um, Zachary Levi as this character? Yeah, I do. I love it because, like, um, because Shazam, like, if nobody's not, like, if you're not familiar with Shazam, the character, basically, it's a little kid, and he gets powers granted by a wizard, and he, every time he says Shazam, he grows into an adult, and there was an episode, um, I think it was in Young Justice, where I was first introduced to Shazam, basically, all the adults, like, including the superheroes, they're all missing, so the only people who are left on planet Earth is, like, everybody who's, like, teenagers below the age of 18. Yeah. And, like, Shazam, like, basically, he he's the only one that's quote-unquote adult. Yeah. But they don't know that he's a child. Yeah, he's actually a kid. Yeah, they don't know that. So, like, all the um, 
main members of Young Justice. They're like, wait, why are you still here? And he's like, I, 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 I don't that's, know. That's fantastic writing. Uh, yeah, so it matches well how Zachary Levi plays. Yep, and he plays the kid aspect of, mm-hmm. of the adult really well. Like, that's why I love to he, Chuck because he, feels, he does that. Yeah, he, he's like, that was, that was genius casting. Mm-hmm. And holy crap, is he yoked up now. Like, he's like, yes. if you watch Chuck, he's like double the size of Chuck when, when he was on that show. Uh, but um, that show, he was supposed to be a nerdy guy that turns into a spy by accident. Yep. Uh, and plus, it's like he's got a computer in his brain, so he doesn't have to be buff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I like I enjoy it also because I love the the family aspect of the of the Shazam movies. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we joke around or we talk a lot about how like they kind of shove the idea of diversity into these movies in weird ways that don't really feel natural or real. It yeah. works 125 million percent in these movies because it's like the, it's a foster family. Mm-hmm. And but the, the one thing I was at you that I was talking about yesterday, it might've been with Shane. Uh, we were talking about the trope of like um, sitcom husbands and wives. The, the husbands are always like kind of chubby and dumpy and mm-hmm. the wife is always like super, super smoke show hot. Uh, that's they kind of have that in these movies, like the, well, the foster, the foster wife, uh, mm-hmm. the mother and father, like the dad's kind of just a normal looking dude, mm-hmm. and the foster mom is like super attractive. <laughs> uh, we- uh, but well, I'm more excited for like the child actors. Like one of the child actors was in uh, a part of the TV show, Fresh Off the Boat. Which one? Um. I, I liked the kid who played uh, Asher. Um, I don't remember his character's name. I, I liked... Uh, but I don't like his adult version because his adult version was playing as the original Reggie in Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't really like that Reggie. <laughs> uh, which one is it? Not Freddie Freeman. Um, not not uh, Jack Dylan Grazer. No. Oh, it's got uh, Rachel Ziegler in it. So it's got... Scroll uh, down. It's the one that looks like he's pouting. I can't um, tell. Left side, third one. Him? Yeah. Eugene Choi? Yes. Uh, uh, Ian Chen? Yes. Okay, cool. So like, you don't like him or you do like him? No, I do like him. I mean, he's, he's a good he, actor. He's young. He looks, yeah, because looks, um, I think he played... Let me search up for a is the Is it Asher Angel or Asher Angle, the, the kid who plays Billy? I think Angle. He's good. Like, I like... A lot of people didn't like him. They've also got Lucy Liu in this one, and I will stand hard for Lucy Liu. She's supposed to be the one of the older wizards. Yep, Calypso. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan Good is fantastic. Marta Millens, uh, Milans as Rosa Vasquez in the husband. Uh, uh, what's his name? I, he's probably my favorite one out of all of them because he's just so earnest in the way he plays that character. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know his name. Uh, Helen Mirren as Hespera. You don't like Helen Mirren? Nope. You don't like her in the Fast and the Furious movies? Nope. No? You don't like the fact that she's like a legendary actress? Nope. Uh, so there's like a lot of people that are going to be in that movie. They're also, uh, so that was, they were, the article we were talking about uh, is talking about him appearing in um, the Flash movie, right? Mm-hmm. Which is also going to have Supergirl. Uh, yeah. Um, is it the CW one, or no, are they nope. casting a whole new girl? whole new one? Sasha Calais, uh, or Callie, or it's Calais or Calais. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she's uh, she's going to be in that movie as well. So they're they're leaning into the multiverse very very heavily. Mm-hmm. They they're just not going to get it out as fast as the Marvel movies did, uh, and that's a bummer because I'm a huge fan uh, of most of the DC properties when they're done well. Mm-hmm. For sure, I don't know. I'm just. 
Oh, the, the, here's the other one. I, I forgot about this one. So it mm-hmm. says, Cammy or not Levi's presence. And we're, now we're back in the Flash movie. We, we kind of tangented off into, yeah. into Shazam because we like Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. But it says, Cameo or not Levi's presence would add to the Flash's already stacked roster of players from across the DC multiverse, uh, which currently includes Keaton and Ben Affleck, the latter of who seems to be done with the Batman, with Batman, and DCU now more than ever. So I don't know how they got him... In involved, but they mm-hmm. must have paid him a, hef- a hefty sum. Uh, a separate rumor suggests that Gal Gadot could be uh, factored into the equation too. I remember reading something like that. I just didn't. Re- we just didn't report on it, resulting in a partial Justice League reunion as Warner pulls out all the stops and musters as much star power as they can. I don't like the fact that you have to pronounce the T. <laughs> you think it should be Gal Gadot? Yeah. You're like, hey, Mrs. Gadot, I don't want to pronounce your name the right way. <laughs> no, I just think it sounds funny because, like, legit, it sounds like you're pausing within her name. Gadot. Gadot. Uh, as far as reality, as far as reality bending crossovers, Marvel is beating them to the punch with Spider-Man: No Way Home. How that film performs for their competitor may be a concern for the co- uh, that complicates their efforts. Uh, to be the first to take advantage of the multiverse concept on a silver screen, but it's admittedly too late to change course when the Flash is finally ready to come out after years of delays and rewrites. I've been hearing rumors and delays about a Flash movie since like 2016. Mm-hmm. Like that's how long it's taken to get this movie out. Like it's become like a meme, like where it's like next year the Flash, and like everyone's like, yeah, we, but is it really? No, think this way: if you're a Flash fan, it's actually coming sooner than you think. You yep. think it's like delayed, but it's not. It's right on. It's right on schedule. Yep. It's running to you. <laughs> Flash's uh, unfortunate and unplanned truancy to the scene notwithstanding, the bright side is the film can still potentially be a smash no matter what. And if he actually does appear, boost the hype uh, for Zachary Levi's next Shazam installment. I feel like they should have bumped up the, the next Shazam movie mm-hmm. uh, to 2022. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods is out summer of 2023, whereas the Flash releases next, uh, next November. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that this is going to be good. Like, uh, I have more faith now than I did in years past that they can do these properly, especially mm-hmm. since both companies seem to be leaning into this concept of mel- of melding all these worlds together. Yeah. Like one of the reasons people had a problem with the justice league movie is they kind of introduced all these characters all at once. Mm-hmm. You know, you only really had the wonder woman solo movie and then the Aquaman solo movie didn't come out till after mm-hmm. the justice league. But you can't get mad at Jason Momoa. Who could get mad at those abs, right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm just Standoff. We're like, she's just staring at me and I'm just staring at her. Uh, (laughs) No, because I'm thinking about that pillow that we found. I forgot which um, character it is, but you can get this pillow where like the ribs are actually rib-like and you like can touch it. Abs. Abs. So I'm just honest trailer. That was that was an honest trailers thing. <laughs> for for anybody who doesn't know, that was supposed to be the honest trailers voice when the guy says that. And the we should do that. <laughs> we should do that. Just make a Jason Momoa abs pillow. We could do that. Be our first. <laughs> our first merch will be just a pillow of Jason Momoa <laughs> with abs. Yeah. That would be good. Oh my god! And then like the pecs are just like that part where you put your wrist. <laughs> You would love that, wouldn't you? Yes. She, <laughs> I, I kid you not, I can't see, but I'm guessing she's like Googling pictures of Jason Momoa right No, I'm now. looking at Snoopy. She's lying. She's looking at pictures of Jason No, Momoa. I am. It's Snoopy. Well, they... Ooh, a Kendama. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, basically, uh, I'm more excited about Shazam than I am about the Flash movie. That's because I have my problems with the Ezra Miller mm-hmm. version of that character. I don't know. Like, um, for me, I like him as an actor. Is it him or... 
Does uh, he? I think I, he's a they. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure though. Um, I, I don't want to be disrespectful. I, I'm serious too. Like I sound sarcastic. I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't want to be disrespectful. I have a really hard time with that. Like mm-hmm. when you're talking fast and you're trying to like record something that's like for well, a piece, like I have a hard time like keeping that stuff straight and I don't mean to. Yeah. Like for me, um, I used to follow him on Instagram. Um, he's in a polyamorous relationship with, uh, both a guy and a girl. Whatever. It's 2021. Of course. You it, can do it. Love it, whoever you want, Kings. Yep, exactly. You do you. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like, if I ever did have merch, that's what all of it would say. It would just say, you do you, dude. I, I don't <laughs> care. Like, that's literally my, my, uh, my philosophy in life is just, hey, whatever, man. You can do we you. just make merch where I just say everything's fine? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe we'll have merch one day. Who knows? <laughs> I can design it. <laughs> like l- last night, literally, Carter, Nick, and I were like, Dude, it's our dream to make our own merch line. That would be good. Mm-hmm. All right, I, that was that was a lot of fun too. That was like we cut through like five pretty good topics in mm-hmm. the flash. We I kind of I I, I I screwed up on the flash one, but for the most part, it was pretty good. You should have said, well, in flash news. Well, today in flash news. No, uh, no, no, you don't like my my J. I could do a J. Jonah Jameson voice. If do I it. To. No. I'm not doing that. <laughs> All right. Well, Miracle, why don't you... Sh- oh, before we go, why don't you share with everyone your social media? I don't have social media because it rots your brain. This is absolutely true. It does. This is absolutely true. Guys, um, if you want to follow the podcast, you can catch full episodes on... What are we now? We are on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. We are on Amazon Music. Yes. We are on Spotify. We Don't are on Pandora, Pandora, which I always forget Pandora. I did not today. Uh, you can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter with updates at pop culture underscore show. Mm-hmm. And you can also find regular updates as well on Instagram, on TikTok, on Boomerbook at pop culture crisis. That is, uh, that is everything. We will be back with a new episode tomorrow with uh, them island boys and Chris Carr, I believe, will yes. be back to will be back to do another episode. Our tomorrow. favorite person, he other is. than Chris, uh, not Chris, Shane. Other Cashman. than Shane Cashman, mm-hmm. that is all for today, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Them island boys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.